0: What's up guys? Thanks for stopping by. We are in week two of the uh, one thing you need to know about God um, kind of study guide. Um, Again, I'm just posting some short messages to go along with it to um, hopefully help you guys understand it better and create a little bit of uh, a group dynamic here. So that would be that would be really awesome. But at any rate, um, again, I'm doing this from my home studio during quarantine time. So um, it's not a professional thing but um, I don't really think that's necessary. Hopefully you guys can get the message through this and uh, we can go from there. So without further ado, um, hope you guys are doing well and staying safe and I'll get right into it. Um, The message this week or the chapter title is um, the only thing. So the first week was the first thing and now we're building on that and talking about the only thing. And uh, the concept here is basically, making sure we stay focused on the message of God and not getting a mixed message. So I gave a few examples of, you know, a mixed message that people hear from the church and then uh, a mixed message people hear from the world as well. So in the church, it would look like something like this, where somebody hears the grace of God in church one week and then the next week they're hearing about more kind of the law and more of the stuff that they're supposed to be doing or should be doing. And it just kind of confuses people. So, you know, I talked about how if the enemy can't keep you from coming to God, you know, as we learned in the first week, that's the thing he wants you to do is just know that you can come to him. If he can't keep you from doing that, then he's going to try to confuse you. Okay, and I gave the example of like a guy named Johnny. And just, you know, it's it's something that I see over the, I've seen over the years is where like, you know, somebody might go through some hard times and then, finally, you know, turn to God and, um, you know, have some really sweet, awesome times with God in the beginning. They start hearing some awesome things about the grace of God, um, you know, and, and they kind of have this honeymoon phase, but then shortly after that, you know, they're, they're being taught about all the stuff that they should be doing and it kind of, uh, becomes more of a burden and then they're just like, they may still come to church, but, they, um, you know, keep God at at arm's length, so so to speak. So it really minimizes the effect that God can really have in their life. As we learned in the first week, it's God's word that's going to produce the fruit um, in your life. Okay. So, you know, I gave that message. And then there's the message of, um, you know, the message of getting a mixed message in the world. So in other words, you know, thinking that you know, the, the stuff we see in commercials or the money, the cars, the house, the spouse, whatever it is that you think is going to give you peace, love, joy, etc. And it's not that there's anything wrong with those things, but you don't want to be finding your worth and value in life in those things, okay? That's what the Bible will, um, that's what will will happen. The Bible calls it, your hope is deferred, <clears throat> okay? And there's a few things I can I can say about that. One, Biblical hope is not like the world's hope, where like you hope that something is going to happen in the future. Biblical hope is like you have a confident expectation of something. So if your confident expectation is in the world, your hope will be deferred. And there's th- there's one um, translation. It's, it's the message version of that scripture. I, th- I think I put it in there. It's uh, Proverbs 4.23, if I didn't, just in case. But in that version, it says, hope deferred leads to unrelenting disappointment, <laughs> okay? So, again, <clears throat> hearing a mixed message can, can defer your hope and can lead to a life where it really makes the word of God of no effect in your life. And that's not what you want. You want to be hearing a consistent message, okay? So, I gave another example of, like, <clears throat> when I was coming up, um, you know, one of my idols was Jay-Z. I wanted to be like Jay-Z and just thought he was the coolest and... Um, you know, like I said, wanted to be like him, and then there was, there's um, an example, kind of like a guy like Jay-Z in the Bible, and and his name was Solomon, and I kind of gave that example of how he had everything. I mean, he was like richer than Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Jay-Z combined. I mean, he had like unbelievable amount of money, and in one of the books that he wrote, Ecclesiastes, at the end, he basically said, you know, we spent all this money going after trying to find, you know, life, basically. And he found that, like, all those other things are meaningless, and, and the one thing, the only thing that you want to be concerned with, basically, is is God. So um, that was kind of a scriptural example. And then there was also Matthew 6, which is probably the most famous one, where, you know, <clears throat> Jesus is talking about money there and, and um, not being distracted. And basically, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. So you know, I just want to make the point that like seeking God doesn't mean that, um, you know, you you don't do these other things that you still like to do. It, you know, you can still enjoy your family and your friends and hobbies, etc. You don't have to to suffer and give it all up. You know, you don't um, lose the things when you when you seek God. Okay, so so I just ended by kind of saying, you know, don't let the devil convince you. Um, of the lie that life with God is not fun and full of labors. Okay, so you know that's that's the main point that I wanted to get across in this chapter is um, just make sure that you're not hearing a a mixed message and um, really talk to God and pray. Um, you know about the message that you know God wants you to hear. And um, again, hopefully the uh, the study guide, the the scriptures, and the questions and you know, um, going over it with with some other people might help you as well. So I hope that, again, leads to some further revelation for you guys. If you have any questions, comments, anything, um, you know, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, again, thanks for stopping by.